kind of nervous, G. Really? I don't know. Just, no I, need to be nervous. No need to be nervous. All right. No need to be nervous, bro. Welcome to the first episode of 4K Puppy. Um, on this little side piece we got going here, Gerald and I will just be talking about something that we both love dearly, and that is obviously movies mainly. Obviously, we will be talking about TV shows, and you know we've got some other fun games to do and stuff and all that each and every week. Hopefully, depending on schedules with the main podcast, because we don't want to oversaturate with podcasts, obviously. But this is something that um, I've been wanting to do for a while, and um, you know it's kind of hard to find someone you want to do it with or people you want to do it with because. It's kind of a commitment you want to make and I'm kind of really glad I met Gerald and, you know, he's really fallen in love with movies and, you know, he's getting better at reviewing movies and watching movies and understanding movies over this past year um, that I've met him. And, um, yeah, so, Gerald, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, mate? Yeah, so, obviously, um, since I met you, I've kind of enjoyed watching movies a little bit more and actually paying attention to them and... um, just comparing them to other movies of the genre. Um, now, I'm still a beginner. Like, I'm not anything crazy, but I'll give it to the best of my abilities throughout the whole series. And um, I'm actually quite excited to, like, you know, this is our first time doing this episode or, like, you know, anything like this. And I really wanted to do it at the comfort of our own home because, like, when you watch a movie, you're either at the cinema or in the comfort of your own home. And um, I'm just, like, you know... This is all going to be trial and error. You know, this first episode might be pretty shit, but as we get along, I'm actually quite excited to see, you know, you and basically us, how we're going to flow for the past year, you know. It's going to be, like, crazy to hear us from ne- from now in a year's time if you're still doing it, you know. Yeah, no, and I completely agree with that. But I'm also wanting to see what you say about the movies because I'm sure we would probably have some conflicting um, views on some of them. Yeah, I am quite get to, quite keen to get into it, but because this is the first episode and, you know, mainly everyone that's seeing this already knows me, but some of them actually might not know you, but you have been on the main podcast episode before. So, uh, yeah. but I, I basically want to just give us a quick, say like what movies we're into, um, like genre wise and like what are our favorite movies in that genre. So I'll go first. Um, I'm a massive superhero fan. As you can see, I've got like, Iron Man, Spider-Man, Green Goblin. I've grown up, I've just loved superhero movies and that hasn't really changed even though like they've been pretty dog shit this past year. Um, <laughs> but, you know, Spider-Man has always been my, my, my one true love and B- Batman, I love you too and Transformers, you know, big superhero guy here. But besides that, as I've gotten older, like horror and thrillers have like really... Um, overtaken that as well you know what i mean like kind of equal and i love mm. i love like get out like get out is easily like top 10 movies of all time for me and like um you know stuff like i love my zombie movies hereditary scream there's like and like horror thrillers are just like i don't know like i just love sitting down and thinking about a movie and like making it like after you finish watching it you just can't stop thinking about it love mm. a good twist bro everyone loves a good twist yeah, I love a good twist, hey. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Jared? What are you into? So something about me is like in terms of movies that I like, I think it's more so action. It's a I'm a bit multi genre, hey. So yeah. I really love my action. I hell love my dramas, even rom coms. Mm. Um now 
because I'm doing this October thing, I used to be really scared of horror movies. Like I would watch, I wouldn't even watch it. Um, it's probably um, doing the series is probably going to desensitize me, but I hell love like a good horror and a, like, a good thriller. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm like completely same as you. Like I've always, I love every kind of movie. Like I'll never, I love a good Sunday rom com or a romance movie. The Notebook is all time, bro. Oh, dude, facts, facts. dude. Yeah, but like, um, you know. I can't do Bollywood movies. I, I I can't do it. Eh? Like I love Korean films. Can't mm. do, can't do Bollywood, bro. I just can't take it seriously. You know what I mean? Like, so what did you think of Slumdog Millionaire then? That's, that's like still Bollywood. It is kind of Bollywood, but it also has like its American, you know, take on it. You know, what I mean? it's like super serious. Yeah, you, uh, I, yeah, I know you, what you mean. Yeah, like I can't do like. There's a film that came out last year, and everyone put it in their top ten. It was called RRR, and I just couldn't fall into the ridiculousness of it you know what i mean like no that's fair yeah like it's a three hour ridiculous movie about a guy throwing like you know there's like the scene where he like throws leopards and shit at a snake or like you know what i mean like yeah 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 yeah. it's dumb fun and i just can't get around it and that's just who i am and you know that's the best thing apart film about film is that not everyone has the same taste otherwise the world would be boring Mm, i agree but anyway we'll get on with it because we've got a lot of films to review. So, as Gerald said, he wasn't a really big horror guy before. So, I thought, fuck it. Why not? I love my horror. And Gerald actually... It was just your idea. I was actually surprised that um, he wanted to watch a horror movie every day in October. And, I, of course, I said, fuck yeah, let's do it. And that was the you know, the breaking point for us to start this little side piece of a podcast. Mm-hmm. Talking about films and that. So, um, I think what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to give every movie in order of what we're watching this whole month. There's 31 films. This episode will review eight movies. Next will be seven, seven, seven. And then at the end, the last episode, the fourth episode or the third episode, we will be uh, rate, uh, ranking them all in order. So quickly, so from the 1st of October onwards, first is Coraline, then Jaws, Silence of the Lambs, The Exorcist, The Exorcist Believer, Shaun of the Dead, Alien, Wreck, Scream, Nightmare on Elm Street, 1984, Annihilation, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, 1974, Friday the 13th, 1980, Get Out, Midsommar, Train to Bushan, Lighthouse, Fear Street, 1, 2, and 3, Hereditary, Poltergeist, 1982, Evil Dead Rise, The Blair Witch Project, The Thing, 1983, The Shining, Five Nights at Freddy's, Talk to me, Zombieland, The Village, and then Halloween. So that's basically all 31 movies we're watching. We've got a lot of classics in here. We've got a lot of a uh, few brand new releases. Um, you know, I love a good old movie, but um, we're actually already 10 days in, and I don't know about you, but I'm starting to feel these old movies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, you can definitely tell which ones aged and which ones didn't age well. Um, but we'll go into that. We'll we'll yeah, go into that. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, I think we'll get straight into it, and we'll do our first film, which is Coraline, on the 1st of October. Now, this was your first watch, so I'm actually going to wait to hear what you say, and I'm just going to review this quickly, because I've seen this movie probably about 20, 30 times in my lifetime. I remember being young and renting this movie at Video Easy and getting 3D glasses, the red and the red and blue ones, you know, the little yeah. paper ones. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, that... F- Movies scared the shit out of me. But when I was a kid, I was a big Claymation fan. I actually loved 
them just like how long it takes and how like it's such an art to make those kind of movies and I think Coraline is honestly borderline not a kids movie it's proper freaky and some of the best set designs I've ever seen and you know well written characters I could just go on about how like great this film is and you know for me it's a 5 out of 5 for a it's a roughly about, I've got it here, for a 9.5 out of 10. So it just hits the 5 out of 5. I think, like, as I've gotten older, I do think some scenes drag and gets a bit repetitive. But, um, you know, yeah, I just can't get... I think the main factor for this is, like, the set design. Like, you know, you've got, like, the ladies underneath the theatre ladies. Um, and, like, the way that these worlds are, like, so different from each other. And, like, just how you... It's just, I just, you know, you have to watch. I think everyone needs to experience it. And like for grown adults, grown adults will watch a blood gore R-rated film easily, easily. But I know about 60% of my friends have not seen Coraline because they're too scared to, which is batshit crazy when it's a, you know, PG rated film. But enough about that. I really want to hear your thoughts on this because this is your first time watch and you have never seen it. So take it away. Yeah, because I haven't watched it as many times as everyone else has. I'm sure there's like little Easter eggs or um, things that are in the movie um, that foreshadow what happens. Um, I think I did pick up on a couple of things. So um, I remember it was one of the scenes um, at the very start and there's like lightning and then um, the lightning shape is like the hand of like the other mother. Yeah. Um, so that was, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, the buttons as well, like the button eyes. But honestly, five out of five movie. Like it was, yeah. it was an entertaining watch. I hell enjoyed it. Um, I can definitely see how it's PG, but I can also see how everyone got scared because I, I got scared. Like um, nothing, not like um, your typical possession, like hyper scare, like jump scares. But it's more like all psych- psychological, a little bit of a thriller, mm-hmm. um, bit creepy and a little bit eerie as well. I think that final fifteen minutes, you know, is full-on intense like i think it's yeah. one of the most intense scenes and i think that's what pushed it a five out of five for me is like that last 15 minutes you know i've watched it so many times and my heart still races when she's trying to run away from his mother and it's just oh. so perfectly made and also they play on the fear of spiders because i hate spiders yeah. and then when she turns into a spider in the spider web couldn't think of anything worse yeah. and also just the chase chase was so thrilling yeah that's exactly what i mean that chase is just like all time bro like yeah i'm really glad you gave it a five out of five because like it like so many people. I just don't get why people just don't watch it, man. Like it's it is a kids' film. And it is creepy, but you you watch a possession film, which I find a lot more creepy compared to mm. this. And I think you know this is just. I know some people just don't look at films at the way that we do, you know. But I truly think this is one of the greatest horror films ever made. I have it in my top uh, five, but it actually might be out of my top five now because watched a lot of horrors now that I haven't watched before. I haven't watched in a very long time. So I'm happy to tick them off. But with that, um, so you gave, you don't go out of the out of tens, eh? You just do the, I can do out of tens. I can, I'm happy to go with a 9.5 yeah. out of 10, but also, um, the stop, the stop motion on that is nuts. Mm. I'm glad they didn't go with the live action. Cause I know that they were going to choose the live action over the stop motion. I don't know if you didn't know that. I didn't know that at all. Yeah. True. So yeah, the, the set making on that was completely nuts. Yeah, it, it's a it's a very long pro, uh, process. Like, um, I don't know. Have you ever watched like Wallace and Gromit? 
before. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. You know, like that movie, I remember the one that they released, oh, their little horror one they made. That took like three years to make. It's like batshit, like, that is crazy and like so time consuming. And, you know, you've got to like make these little people and you've got to make different mouses. You've got to take them off and put them on and take a photo. And then like, it's just, I don't know. And also create the audio and the sound. Exactly. Like, but I just don't know how they do it. Eh? Like, it's. I've seen some pretty bad clay, like stop motions, like claymations. But yeah, three years, long time, but look look at the quality of the movie like it's great it's yeah. good it's all time people still talk about it now and that's you know it's 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 just absolutely crazy but you can't rush a masterpiece no you <laughs> cannot rush no you cannot but second film on the list we've got jaws um i watched this when i was younger i think everyone did and i couldn't watch past the scene of that kid getting fucking mauled at the start but um, do you want to talk about this one first? Are you confident? Um, so Jaws was one of the movies that actually surprised me about how old it was, but also kept, um, well, we aged well. Apart from the audio, like um, all the audio on the old movies are so trash. There's only like a select few that are really good. Um, I reckon Jaws is probably one of the better ones I've seen so far. Um, but yeah, I rated that a uh, four out of five. So I would, I would still give it like an eight, like a solid eight. Um, probably the audio was a little bit dodgy, um, but I really enjoyed the mechanical shark, dude. The mechanical shark, like the live effects on it is actually nuts. Yeah. I it's think, so good. I think like, obviously CGI probably wasn't a massive thing back then. Um, probably wasn't a thing pr- back probably then. Probably wasn't a thing. I think it came in the eighties, maybe late eighties, but yeah, like, such a smart idea like i don't know steven Spielberg must have had like this absolute vision of like what he needed and it's that I, that's why i think a lot of old movies are so much better than these newer ones because they use these real life you know like jurassic park you've got jaws you know you've got other movies we're going to talk about coming up they use like real um mechanics in these films and it makes it feel so real and that makes to me is way more scary than a cgi fucking monster you know what i mean yeah i can definitely tell why it was such like a like why it's a staple movie but also why everyone was scared because imagine just swimming it out like in the summer and then there's a huge ass shark just killing everyone mm. yeah and i think the smartest decision it made is not showing the shark until like an hour and in like yeah absolutely and, and you know i think what he wanted to to make you scared of wasn't the shark it was not knowing what is out there or what is in there or where it is at all times because that's basically how it is now like we live in australia and that's like our main thing in the summer is like there's fucking sharks out there all the time mm. and they get pretty close and obviously we have now have helicopters and shit watching over us and looking protecting us but i think that's what jaws is just like really captures is that like it's real that it's not about the shark even though like it is the scariest part of it it's more the fact that the intense of you've got no clue when this thing's going to come get you or if it will come get you and back then you know like not many people got eaten by sharks now no but and um, plus also i feel like i don't know the thing i wanted to know most is how big this thing was because they were saying they were describing how big it would have had to be based on like all the um all the trauma marks from when the people died mm. so people were just thinking oh it's gonna be a tiny shark dude that thing will look pretty huge 
that end scene where that guy it's he's chewing the boat and the guy gets in dude it's 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 he's he's like in the middle of the shark and there's still like so there's like there's so much more of yeah. his mouth still like it was huge bro it was a huge shark that wasn't a normal size shark that's a massive one yeah but um i've got some notes because um i gave this actually a 4.5 out of 10 for an 8.8 i think being a 1975 film it scared me more um than a than a fucking megan doll did that does tiktok dances you know and um i think the only thing that lacks in this is that it's hell repetitive for the first hour like it's like oh Someone dies. Okay, let's close the beach then. And then the guy, the mayor's like, no, I need money for the town. And then he's like, well, I can't close the beach then. So, okay, then someone else dies. And then it's like, I want to close the beach. And then the, sh- the mayor's like, no, I don't want to close the beach, you know? Mm. And it's just like that four times in a row. But, you know, then I got really interested in that second half where he, that, um, what do you call the marine, the marine biologist? Yeah, yeah. He comes in and they explain sharks and all that. And I kind of found it really interesting. I didn't know about all that kind of stuff, and you know, and I purely think that that's just yeah, exactly like what made this film. Like we already said, I'm just gonna like repeat myself is that it's just again not all about the sh- like the monster. It's about you know the intensity of this film. Agreed. Oh, another thing is when he went that marine biologist went diving. Did you have a jump scare? No, no, dude. I, I dude, I shat myself when he went. Really? When he went diving and he looked at this boat and that head just came out of nowhere. Oh come dude, on, dude! Yeah, I don't okay. know why. I just think I didn't expect there to be a jump scare, even though it yeah, was the no. slowest jump scare ever created. This head literally was just like slowly coming out. I literally was like, I couldn't, dude. I, it got me all right, and I. Props to you. For someone who gets scared easily, that's probably one of the, like, ones that <laughs> scare me. So, yeah, fair. Yeah. It's their own, really. Did you get, like, real locked into this movie? Because... Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It was a good watch. Yeah, I I couldn't take my eyes off it. So, I, I like, you know, obviously, when we started this, I was actually like, oh, these old films, they're the classics. Let's get them out of the way. I think, first time doing this, it's good to just see where a lot of these new movies get the inspiration from. But um, when I actually watch these new, these older ones, I'm like, well, these are actually fucking scarier than the newer ones. And I don't know, I just get real locked into it and I kind of like just re- appreciate what they did back in the day, eh? Oh, absolutely, yeah. The production on this is actually nuts yeah. for what it is. I think the smart thing is using that mechanical shark because I don't know how big yeah. Steven Spielberg was then because he obviously didn't make Back to the Future or Jurassic Park by then. No. So Jaws must have been like, I don't know. I don't know if he had any bigger movies before that, but he definitely, that could have been like one of his biggest movies ever. Yeah. But on to the next. Third, we have Silence of the Lambs. This was my first watch. Was this yours? Um, Like proper watch, yeah. yeah. Uh, my sister really loved this movie. Like really loved it. So I was just pretty inter- like, interested to see. Like I already knew about Anthony Hopkins and like, Hannibal Lecter and stuff because of the, I think of the sequel it's like Hannibal, um, but Silence of the Lambs, yeah, great movie. Yeah, I I really like knew because it kind of it's the first horror movie to ever win a um, gold like a Academy Award, mm. first ever horror movie to do it. And watching it, I just 
deserves every the Oscar, you know, everything, every awards it got nominated for, you know what I mean? And I just like, holy shit, dude, that was like some intense shit, bro. Like, Anthony Hopkins in that, holy crap, dude. His acting is nuts. He, like, he, yeah, he did a brilliant job. That whole cage scene, you know, in the hotel, yeah. and that camera is looking at him, and he's, it, you know what this movie does really well? It feels like I'm there. It feels like, like, he is looking at me dead in the fucking eye. Because mm-hmm. you're so locked into this film, it he literally is looking down, and it feels like he's talking to me. And it fucking freaks me out, because... His acting is just so fucking nuts in it, bro. And, like, that whole ambulance scene, you know, like, I knew... Dude, I fucking knew he was... He was that body, right? Yeah. I called it. But I did not expect him to cut that motherfucker's face off and put it on, dude. Yeah, dude. That... (laughs) I was like, ew. When he took the, like, the skin off his face, I was like, ew, no fucking way. Yeah. I, th- I still find it crazy he's an actual cannibal, though. Like, actual eats people. Yeah, it's... Yeah, and he, like, just full buys into it. Like, he, he's actually a proper psychopath. Yeah, he doesn't care. No. And plus... Uh, yeah, I want to watch I want to watch Hannibal because I reckon that would be the perfect sequel to um, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, it was a lot... I want to see if he finds that girl. I think it is about that girl. But they got a new actor because she didn't want to come back for it. Oh, okay, Fair but um, I don't know why. I haven't looked into it, but I know it's about her. And then he leaves that island he's on to come back and um, help her because it's been like ten years or something. Oh, okay, that's all I know. But I did look at the synopsis for it when I um, when I like looked at Science of the Lambs. Yeah, but I pretty much just wrote down in my notes that you know it has so many scenes that I'm just like. Like was just so blown away from man, like that whole um ending as well. Like it, I, when I watched this film, because everyone's like, oh, you know, it's the gra- one of the greatest horrors ever. It was kind of more of a thriller to me, um, okay. like, like a murder mystery. It just had really fucked elements to it. Mm. Um, anything with cannibalism is obviously makes your skin crawl. But that whole like, I didn't know it was going to be about that other murderer as well. Like she was trying to solve this other murder. Yeah. That, I can't remember what his name was. And um Oh. It, it, it comes up the whole time. Um and he, he, he wants to be a girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The actual killer. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought that was like a really good well-written mystery in it as well because it was kind of chilling that he was like I don't it's just a fucked movie man like he was killing girls and taking their skins and making whole new skin oh it's just it's gross it's gross yeah it really like makes my heart race like even thinking about it now you know what I mean yeah and like I didn't even realise that a lot of the references I watch in TV shows movies actually all stem from Silence of the Lambs like, I remember watching, um, what was it? It was How I Met Your Mother, and then they were talking about people that you put in your well. So it's like people that you want to kill off, right? Yeah. And then it's just like people that you would expect to kill you. So um, it's it's really, it's like a weird concept, but I didn't realize it actually stemmed from Silence of the Lambs, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And it just shows how impactful it actually is into the, like, into the movie community or just like, 
Yeah, well, yeah, it's entertainment. It must be. I think it was early '90s. This was made. It was like real early '90s, and it was the first horror to win the Academy Award. So it, you know, it is probably one of the most chilling movies out there, and probably a horror movie that most people have actually seen. But um, that that's why I really wanted to watch all these older horror movies because I'm like, I'm gonna watch these older horror movies. Like, it's just like good to see where a lot of people got inspiration from because these are literally like the backbone of the horror. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, I don't know how, like, you know, how do you call like something that like the structure of horror, you know what I mean? Like they are like the bottom and like people branched off of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And that's what we're coming to the next one, which is the fourth film. And that's the exorcist that was made in 1973. Wait, did we give our rating for the silence of the lambs? No, I actually gave silence of the lamb five out of five for a 9.6 out of 10. Yeah, that sounds about right. That yeah. would be exactly the same as me. I gave it a 5 out of 5, but it would definitely be 9.6. I think it's got that edge over um, Coraline. Oh, easily. Easily. Yeah. yeah it, I think that comes down to it being more adultish. Yeah. Like, um, 100%, obviously, because we're adults now. Like, if a little kid watched Science of the Lambs, I don't know why you let your little kid watch Science of the fucking Lambs. <laughs> but, you know, they're, they're going to f- not like it at all because it's scary. Yeah, but yeah, I, and we obviously get older and more mature, and we rather watch something that's going to creep us out more than some, you know. And Coraline is well made, and that's like it's barely that, it's barely the five out of five like we said before. But yeah, hundred percent, Science of the Lamb deserves that five out of five. It deserves the all the um, Oscars as well. But the next one is The Exorcist, nineteen seventy three. This is like a pivotal of horror, I think. I think um, this is where a lot of ideas for possession movies have come from. And I want to hear your th- thoughts first because you did you rated it highly, but like a high as you would give like a, a good film. Right. So I actually gave this one a four out of five. I know a lot of people would rate it like a five out of five, but there was just a lot of things that I didn't really enjoy. I mean, it was still a good movie, don't get me wrong, but the audio really sucked. I just couldn't get past the fact that the audio was terrible. There was parts where, like, you just couldn't hear anything. Like, there was just no soundtracks. But I guess that's what you could expect from, like, a 1973 movie, though. 50 years old, dude. That's when my mum was born. Yeah, like I can't, I can't fault them for that, but also I can because it's supposed to age well. Um, but nevertheless, um, the actual physical, um, all the possessions and stuff, like the storyline's pretty solid. I quite enjoyed that. Um, all the practical effects as well. So, because um, it's a horror movie, right? Mm-hmm. When you see someone fucking floating in a movie, you're gonna shoot yourself. In terms of like jump scares and stuff, didn't really, didn't really. Yeah, there, do anything. Was there really any jump scares though? Oh, just like a few. Like, I th- um, like loud crashes and stuff. That was like because <sighs> it's obviously so old. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's nothing like hectic. It's not like the modern um, horror movies that we see now, where it's just like um, it pans over and then you just see something in the corner, and then you shoot yourself. It's like not. It's nothing comparable to that. It's just more so um, the the psych the psychological behind it of just like. Knowing something's there, you can't say it, and then it possesses someone. I think I think it's more like what got people. I th- 
not got people actually. I'll say like in the story, what I really appreciated was like, she was going crazy and obviously there's never been anything really like this before. And how you got to know it's a, she's being possessed because she's literally just changed as a person and she's fucking like 10 years old. You know what I mean? Yeah, so everyone, like, all the doctors and stuff just kept thinking it was, like, a medical problem, which is completely fair. Like, yeah. you know, I guess it's not something that occurs all the time. <laughs> and you you wouldn't know. You'd just think that they're going crazy. Even now, you wouldn't just be like, oh, they're possessed. Yeah, 100%. Well, I, my notes, I don't have many for this because literally all I wrote was absolute peak of horror. Very well crafted and edited movie, I think. And it was acted very well for an old Yeah, film. I can agree to that. Yeah. It was definitely acted very well and the cast as well. Yeah. And what I really appreciated was that it didn't scare me because obviously it's so old. But back in the day, I could really see like why people would have got scared because it's the first of its kind. But what she was doing to herself and doing in general when she was possessed was way more hectic than what I've seen nowadays. Like... There's a scene where she grabs the cross and she starts stabbing her fucking... I don't know if she's stabbing her vagina or if she's stabbing her near her vagina. Do you remember when she's on Must the... have been her vagina, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, she's just fucking stabbing herself. This little 10-year-old, I'm like, what the fuck? Me and my mate Stone were just literally like, holy shit, like, what the fuck is she doing? And then literally just, like, flashing herself to the priest and, you know, just always hurting herself and just, like, vomiting green stuff. And I think, like going downstairs and um, pissing in front of all those people, like, really puts it into perspective of, like, um, what would actually happen in real life. Because you get this stuff of people being possessed and it's always they're on a fucking farm or they're fucking locked in a, in a house and they can't escape and all this kind of stuff where this is, like, to me, this feels like what would actually happen. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you try and live your life because you don't know what the fuck's going on and this... Bitch is crazy upstairs. But pretty much besides that, I literally, all I could think about this movie was Scary Movie 2. I don't know if you've seen it. I can't remember Scary Movie 2. There's literally Scary Movie 2 opening scene is literally about the exorcist. And they're literally singing on the piano. You know when Harold was singing on the piano? But in the Scary Movie 2, they're singing, but they're rapping over there. And then she she comes down and pisses and plays in the piss and then goes upstairs and the priest is like trying to fuck the devil. It's, it's, and literally it just ruined the movie for, for me in that fact that I couldn't stop laughing. Cause I think yeah, that was scary nah, movie too. But overall, I think like a lot of movies have got inspiration off this. Um, you can really tell, but I think this, this is easily the best possession movie I've seen. Um, I think it's better than Conjuring. I think Conjuring's more shock horror, where this is more like a crafted, well-made movie. Okay. You, you get what I'm saying? I understand. Yeah. Conjuring was made to scare you, where this was kind of like... Back in the day, it definitely would have been made to scare you, but they would say back then in cinema, it was all about writing a well-crafted movie. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Personally, when I've watched the 70s film, I just feel like they're all... They, they, they were never rushed to get a movie out. Yeah. Now that I feel like you're just like, let's pump all these movies out because we've got the technology to do it now. We're back to that. I feel like they cared about it more. Yeah. But Not that they don't care now. It's just yeah. better, better written stories. Yeah. Like, like obviously, the script's way better. There's studios out there like A24 is a great example that they care about their movies and what's 
movies they put out where you get stuff like Universal and all that stuff and like you get all the like like talking about horror you get the conjuring universe and all that and they're just pumping these movies out now and i just don't care and i swear they don't care either you know what i mean yeah the next movie we talk about is a clear example to me about modern horror okay but what was your rating for the exorcist uh so i gave it a four out of five um but it's probably like around uh let's say um 8.4 yeah so, there. yeah, so you're basically nearly at a four and a half for it. Yeah, yeah. almost, almost. Yeah. Not there, but almost. Yeah. So I gave it a five out of five Um, for a 9.5. It just made that five out of five. I think the fact that I really appreciate this movie. I think it's like I've, I've been watching horror since I was young. You know, when I was like 14, it was when I really got the balls to just like, I wasn't scared to watch it and go to sleep straight after. And I've been watching it for that long and I can just really appreciate like how well made this movie was and how much inspiration it's given horror throughout these 50 years. But we decided that what we're going to do is we'll add newer movies as well. Two new movies that are coming out this year. So obviously one being Five Nights at Freddy's coming out at the end of the month. And the other one was The Exodus Believer that just came out in cinema. And we went the first day it came out on the Thursday. Don't and forget about Talk To Me as well. I'm, I'm guessing that's still I new. Talk To Me. Yes, that came out this year already. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. You are very correct, Jared. Um, basically, The Exorcist Believer is, how do you call this, a legacy sequel that 50 years after the, the first one, but there are other sequels in the Exorcist universe, but this is 50 years later and it's the planned trilogy. Now, I want to just pick off saying that I think with modern horror, right? A24 does it really well. They've got Hereditary Midsummer because they're all fucked up movies. They're all out of the box ideas. They're not the same as all like what these mainstream studios have been around for a hundred years do. You know what I mean? Mm. All these high budget stuff. I think with this movie and with other, a lot of other horror movies, especially legacy sequels or like continued franchises like The Conjuring, there's not enough of what you're advertising. And I think that's a massive thing in horror these days is that you have made this Exorcist movie. And what you've done, if you in the trailer, this was a three-minute and a 20-second trailer or something, right? That's a fucking long trailer. We never used to get those long of a trailer. You don't need a long trailer for a three-and-a-half minute, for an hour-and-a-half movie or something. Just over an hour-and-a-half. Where the fuck were the girls this whole movie? Do you agree? Yeah. Uh, like, at the very start, it was just pretty much trying to find it. And I'm like, bro, okay, cool. They went to a fucking forest. You didn't even show them getting possessed. You, you showed them in a fucking barn. Like, come on. Show, show us what happens. Like, show us how they get possessed. Like, what? Like, they... Okay, so they really crafted this trailer. At the end, I saw some crazy shots, right? Black and white sequences, like really put this horror aspect. There was fucking none of it in it. There was absolutely none of that in the film. All right. I reckon we got about 15 minutes screen time of these fucking two little girls being possessed. Not about them, just them, them being possessed. There were so many wasted scenes in this movie. That church scene, I reckon could have been something absolutely nuts. This film was rated MA, right? So you, you've already... Buddy of the blood. Buddy of the blood, buddy of the blood. But this this church scene... Okay, this movie's rated MA, right? 
So you've already passed the threshold of that a 15-year-old under won't be able to see it, right? So you can, all right, fine. So we're not going to make as much money as the nun will because it's M-rated. So a lot less people can see it. So why still make it feel like an M-rated movie? Do you get what I'm saying? That whole, that church scene, fuck someone up. You know what I mean? What did she do? She just yelled, what did she yell? The body in the blood. The body in the, the, body blood. In the blood. She yelled it 20 times. The parents like, oh, stop it, please. And everyone's just watching it. Nah, get it there. Rip someone's fucking ear off or something. Dude, I was laughing. Like, that's oh, that's probably why I didn't enjoy it much because I want I want this shit to scare me, man. Like, I watched a horror to get scared the living daylights out of me, but I was laughing, and I shouldn't be laughing in a horror movie. I you did. know, yeah. I was pissing myself laughing when I heard that. I was like, "There's no way." Yeah, and like, yeah, like they had a few jump scares in it, and I think they kind of got me a little bit because I was in a cinema, and it's hard to. It's so loud in there because we went extreme screen, so we got like the best quality we can. But just so wasted, bro. Like honestly, just no one died. Oh, actually, no, that's a lie. The priest died, but it was the priest died. Boring. To be fair, nah. To be fair, that was a little bit. I was like, oh, what the frick is happening? Like they're twisting their heads, and then his head gets taken off. I'm like, whoa. Like yeah, they full fuck him up. But like, I don't know, man. Like proper like. For me, in movies, do not touch kids. I absolutely hate it when kids die or get fucked up in any way possible. It really hurts me. You know what I mean? That's a that's a young life wasted. You know what I mean? So I was going into this movie like I'm not gonna, I'm going to be uncomfortable the whole time. I didn't give a fuck, dude. Like they full wasted these two little girls, and they were really good as, um, you know, possessed, what well, or demons. You know what I'm saying? Like if I was on set, they would have freaked me out. But so wasted. I will give it credit though. I still that insane, dude. I still enjoyed this movie. I didn't really hate it. Like I did hate like I didn't like it. I didn't hate it. It's just down the road in the middle for me. But I'll give it credit that saved it was the ending for me. So if you haven't That's seen what I'm it, talking about. If, okay, if you haven't seen it, I'm gonna give you quick spoilers, so you have to go ahead about like two minutes or something. I think killing one of the girls was one of the smartest ideas I did. I think I was expecting like, all right, they're going to fucking, you know, they're going to, both these girls are going to be saved. And I'm like, how are they going to get out of this? There's going to be some corny way. Like the dad's like, I love you. And then the parents are like, I love you. And then the kid, the, you know what I mean? It's just, and then it's all over. No, they, what, what is it called? What happened? Cause the dad said, I choose you. And the devil kind of played a trick. An ultimatum. That's oh, No, she, she played, they played a trick on the, on the kids. Cause they were like, you have to pick one. And then the dad's like, I pick you, which made the devil pick that girl, not the one that got chosen. I don't know what the word you're looking for is. But Okay, so he paid, basically the devil said one girl will die and the other one can live. They have to choose, right? And then basically the other the parents didn't say anything. They weren't going to pick. And then the dad of the, the blonde girl, the main girl, not, well, she wasn't really the main girl, but she was the main possessed one. Um, basically, he said, I choose you, like, pick, said the girl's name, right? And then she came back for about, what, like, five seconds? And was like, all that? And then the other girl looked like she was dead. And then the devil was like, psych, bitch, I'll choose you. Dragged her to fucking hell. And you actually saw the devil and her get dragged to fucking hell, pretty much. Which I think was a great scene. And then, basically, the other girl stays alive and that girl goes to hell which I think was a really great idea. Yeah, banger. 
Yeah, I think that was something I didn't expect, and I'm glad they did that. Besides that, this is a trilogy. I will watch the second one because I want to see how bad it's going to get. But <laughs> besides that, um, I gave it a 2.5 for a 5.1. I gave it a 2 out of 5, so a 4. Yeah, that's fair. You, you said you didn't like it. Because I still had, like, I don't know. I kind of enjoyed it. I think it was better. There were some scenes that were still, like, you know, it was good value. Like, it was still scary, like, jump scares. Um, like, I don't know. At the, at the start, I was still kind of... I was getting annoyed with the D-Box seats. I couldn't pay attention. Yeah. But, like, um, yeah, there was still some scenes that scared the shit out of me. But overall, I feel like the movie wasn't as great as it could have been. No, nah, the concept was there. Mm. Just wasn't executed correctly i don't know this is the guy that did that new halloween tr- trilogy he did the the new one did you have you watched any of the new halloweens no. oh the first no. one's okay the other two are dog shit so it's not really in good hands according to me okay but that's all right we fucked that one off now because next we have Shaun of the dead one of my all-time favorites did you end up watching it yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't know because you didn't say anything. So no, I love I love Shaun of the Dead. Like it's one of the it's like probably one of my favorite. Oh, actually, I wouldn't say it's my favorite one from the Cornetto series because Hot Fuzz is still like you know banger. My guy, my guy but my it was guy. still good. Um, I gave it a four and a half. You gave it a four know. and a half. Yeah, but that's based. I can't just give everything a five. A. Eh? I'm I'm very stingy. Well. well I'm going to say I'm very cinched with my fives, but if you look at my letterbox, fives is out of the charts only because I've only been watching classic films. Well, you lately. just got it. You haven't even hit 100 films yet, have you? Um, do you actually want me to check? Yeah, check. Because I'm nearly at 600. You're wrong. I Oh, this year is 96. Okay. But films all in up, total is 112. Okay, yeah. See, I'm at nearly 600. So that's when you start oh. getting to the films that you don't rate every five out of five so i understand like when you f- when i first got letterbox i just all i could think about was all the five out of five movies i've watched yeah or i only wanted to watch the five out of five movies you know what i mean yeah so that's fair enough but i you purely if you think it's a five out of five you should rate it a five out of five but i do get what you're saying if you i think the cornetto trilogy is one of the more polarizing ones and it's only really between Shaun of the dead and hot fuzz where I told Lockie to watch Hot Fuzz and he doesn't like it. He gave it a three. He gave it a three out of five, and he thinks it's got real bad pacing issues and it's not that funny and blah 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 blah. Where I've talked to other people, including myself and like you, where I've given it a five out of five, and I don't think there's really any problem with Hot Fuzz at all. But I think it's the kind of comedy it is. I think UK comedy has its, it's you know, at the end of the day, like. This is what film is. Not everyone is meant to like the same shit. It just shows how subjective films are. Like, people will love the shit out of a movie, and then some people will hate it. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about Hot Fuzz, even though it's... Oh, yeah. So, Shaun of the Dead, I gave it four and a half. Um, The attention to detail, nuts. So, you go from the pan scene from the start when they don't even know about the zombies. Like, they do the pan of him going from the house, walking across the street, mm-hmm. going to the shops, paying the guy money, like just that. And then it shows them the exact same scene, but with the zombies. So broken car window, handprint um, on the fridge door. Like it's just, yeah, they definitely looked after the movie in terms of script wise. Um, the cast, obviously you can't go wrong with Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Yeah, I, I just enjoyed the movie as a total. Like, it's still funny. Like, the end scene 
funny when he was like playing James because he's just got him in a collar. He just doesn't give a fuck. Um, yeah, I, I honestly, yeah, it was just a good movie in general. To Not me, to personally, I think this is one of the best zombie movies ever made, but it's also one of the funniest horror comedies ever. Can you hear the dog? No, no. Okay, cool. I fucking go off the head. Anyway, so I think Shaun of the Dead is easily one of the better, the best comedy horror movies ever made. But it's really well directed, as you can notice. I love, like, the panning to people. And it does, like, that quick... You know what I mean? Like, it's just so, like, quick, 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 quick. And, like, it's... To me, it feels like that's... That movie kind of feels like if there were walking zombies, exactly that's what it would be like. I feel like we're just normal people that don't know what's going to happen in that situation. And that's just, like... To me personally, that's the most realistic a zombie apocalypse would be. And on the side of that, it's just absolutely entertaining um, from start to finish. So funny. And like like I said, like the fast-pacing moving uh, camera movement just keeps you engaged the whole time. And it also backs off that script as well. Like you said, like the script is just so well written. And like the like the, those little jokes that come back hell quick, you know what I mean? Like I think one of them that always gets me is <coughs> when... He's trying to call um, Liz when he finds that like all the zombies are out, yeah. and he goes, "Oh, the phone's engaged." Like, he, but he goes, "Like, oh, it's engaged." And he and then Nick Frost like, well, "That was quick." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like those yeah. quick little lines are just like Nick Frost is like just so perfect line delivery, smart lines, yeah. yeah, smart lines. But you know, it is an old movie, and everyone everyone's seen that movie for no doubt. And if you yeah. haven't, what are you fucking doing? Um, so I give it a, I gave it a five out of five for a 9.5. Like I said, it's like just barely the five out of five for me only because I think hot fuzz is like a lot better of a film, but short of the dead is a five out of five basically just cause like when I was younger, it was just like one of the first. <laughs> you, food came. your food came, yeah. but yeah. basically it, it, get, it gets a lot of five at five because of, uh, the nostalgia of it, you know, it's one of the first films I really fell in love with, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, and just in terms of comedy-wise, I was just laughing. The scene where they didn't really know that the girl was a zombie and they were in the backyard, um, she was in the backyard. Yeah. And they were, <laughs> she was, like, crawling over him and they were like, ah! <laughs> um, and I think it was Nick Frost who went to go get the camera and yeah. it was just like, smile. Yeah, and then also just her getting absolutely impaled by that pull out of the ground i was like what the fuck back then in 2004 when it was made if we were at this stage now and zombie apocalypse happened that's probably what we would be doing <laughs> oh yeah absolutely especially, i'll be planning the fuck out of it especially because um i think the all the zombies came out on a sunday so they were hung over so like that's pretty much what would happen to us you know what i mean on a sunday yeah. but you know that's a film that everyone's seen and I don't think we need to talk about it much more. Besides, this next film, I think this is the seventh film. I think we'll do one more after this. But yeah. this next film, I think everyone has fucking seen. Besides me. I don't know if you've seen it before. No, I hadn't seen it before either. Yeah, oh, actually, no, that's a lie. I watched it, but I didn't pay attention. Yeah, um, I watched it when I was younger. I don't remember anything from it. But it seems like every single person in the world has watched this film, besides you and me, and has said it's actually one of the greatest films the greatest films ever made, especially for horror. But I'm going to talk about this film first. So the film is Alien. 
from 1970-something. Uh, 1979. 1979, thank you. Nearly 1980s. Now, when I've gone into this film, because everyone says it's a horror, it's a horror, it's a horror. And to me, it didn't feel like a horror. Like, yes, it's an alien. Yes, it's a monster. So it kind of has that horror aspect. Personally, I didn't think it was scary at all. I think what scared me more is about being in space. Fucking fuck that. Because that's like, you're fucked out there if anything happens to you. So I think that's the scariest part about it, which I think this film absolutely captures the, the space part. Don't you agree? Like all those scenes of just like looking into nothing and these pla- the planet they land on, and just it's all dark. There's no light. You know what I mean? It's like you watch Interstellar and there's all this light on these planets and all that. And it's just like, it's not like that. It's fucking dark out there. You can't see nothing out there. Yeah, that... that- and also the actual um the actual alien i reckon plays a huge part but definitely just like yeah the space scene because they they don't know what's that like they don't know what it is it could be anything they've never seen it before because they're in space mm. plus they can't call for help they're all stranded on a ship yeah if they go outside they're gonna fucking die yeah exactly so that, i think it's a very claustrophobic movie and i think it's one of the best ones to be claustrophobic like that's my best way of... That's my best thing about saying about this film. You know what I mean? It's very claustrophobic. Um, and I feel the, like it's more of a thriller than it is a horror. Exactly. But I could see why people think it's a horror because like, there's an alien monster killing people. So that's fair enough. And I think that's what kind of lacks in it for me is that you don't see the kills. They're very secretive. You know what I mean? You don't really see anyone's head get ripped off or... I don't know. That, when that thing comes out of his stomach... Yes. Yes. That is that is a good point. That that part did obviously... Was probably the most horror, horror bit about it. You know what I mean? That fucking... Yeah. And I think... You know what? If when I that thing ran away though, it was... I thought it was... Yeah, that funny. I wouldn't like, even say that's funny. Sorry, go ahead. I think like back in... If I didn't know that was going to come, that would have shocked me. I think mm. that's kind of a little bit of a twist, hey? Mm. Like, if you didn't know that thing was about to pop out, that's fucking really... That's a really good, really well-done scene because it's like this alien was on his face. He woke up. You're like, oh, it's going away now. How the fuck you got to know it's going to rip out of his fucking stomach, dude? That was killer scene. Really well done. Yeah, because it just came out of nowhere. The dude's just fine. And he just, like, stops being fine. And then there's fucking shit crawling out of him. I'm like, bro, what the Happening. Yeah, yeah, what's going on? And it's like so ugly. He's like, literally in the next five minutes, it's fucking fully grown. You can tell it was like mechanicalized with like a wheel because it's so straight. It looked like it was just a car yeah, with a head a, on top. Yeah, it's it like a little wiggle and it's just like going. Yeah. But it's crazy how much, like how crazy the set design was, eh? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, what it was. They, they kind of like made the whole shit coming from like hallways to like underground and underground hallways to big open like chains just like they fully made this ship and they it's like no cgi because it's so old mm. and it's fucking perfect dude like the people making this film obviously saw a vision and they really went with it and they knew it was going to pop and it did because obviously it is one of the greatest movies ever made according yeah. to imbd and everyone else out there and i do agree with it i have given it a 4.5 out of uh t- out of a 4.5 out of 5 for a 9.3 out of 10. It kind of nearly got that 5 out of 5. I think I want to rewatch it. Um, I was a bit hungover when I watched it, but that's fine. Like, I still was so locked in 
to it. Uh, but I don't think I was really in a mood because I thought I was about to see like heaps of killing and blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. And it wasn't really like that. It was like a slow burn, you know, intense movie. Yeah, no, completely agree. I gave it a four and a half as well out of five. So it'll probably just come as um, eight and a half. Yeah. Not quite Not quite a um, nine, nine and a half. Yeah, not quite high up. Not, not quite, quite high up. Yeah. yeah. But still, regardless, still a good movie. Yeah. Uh, people rate the second one really high as well. So I kind of really, when this, once this month is done, I think I want to, when I feel like it, I sit down and watch the first and second back to back and get really like locked into it. As much as I love movies, I reckon watching one a day is a bit challenging. I wouldn't say like I hate it, but um, trying to keep up is a bit challenging. Yeah, I had to catch up, you know, today. Yeah. Um, I think it's the weekends that really gets you because um, obviously like people that don't know us that we obviously have full-time jobs like every other person really should do or would have, you know what I mean? Mm. And we also have a very social life that like we both DJ, we both have massive friend groups. We both have like events every weekend or a birthday, blah, 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 blah. And you know, to me, I, I actually say like people go, Hey, do you watch so many movies? And I go, well, they're only an hour and a half to two hours sometimes, you know what I mean? So it's not that hard to find an hour and a half every day after work or to watch a movie, but then you got life that gets in your way as well. So I completely can understand where people like, I don't have time because they like, because I go to bed at like 1030. So mm. I have time to watch a movie where people are like, I like to go to bed at 830. So that's fair enough. But yeah, you know, when we have such a busy social life, even though you've got this, all these hours on the weekend, to watch a movie, but you kind of really want, cause we're doing this and reviewing all these movies and they're all horror movies. So it's kind of hard to watch a horror. I find sometimes it's hard to watch my horror movie during the day. Cause a lot of them are dark. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. Uh, no, I understand. I, I get that. Yeah. So, um, we do try our best, but you know, it's, I think like it can be done, but I don't know. I think it's good to challenge ourselves. Like, you know, yeah. we, I think we're really throwing ourselves in the deep end here and like reviewing like seven movies every week. It's pretty hectic when you you normally just review one or two or three, depending yeah. what's released. Um, but you know, we'll do the final movie for this week, which is the eighth movie. I think this was both of ours most anticipated because we both never seen it and have heard highly of this. Um, it's called Wreck. It's a Spanish. Um, what do you call Portuguese, it? Portuguese, isn't it? Portuguese, is it? I think it's Portuguese. Let me double check. Actually, do you know what? No. Yeah, you're right. It is Spanish. Yeah. It's a Spanish um, found footage film. And I've heard nothing but great about it for a found footage. 2007. So it's kind of like after Blair Rich Project, there wasn't really enough one after that. But I've heard it. Hour 15 minute film. Fully intense. Um, do you want to give your thoughts first? Because I've been blabbering on for a while. No, you pretty much summarized it. Hey, the now and 15 minutes for what it is, is actually nuts. Um, it from start to finish, it's been pretty suspenseful. Uh, the story, the story was well written. There was some parts where I was just like, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say it's a pacing issue, but they could have done more in those scenes considering how, um, how short the movie is. Mm -hmm. Um, but overall, yeah scared it actually like scared me it was eerie the whole entire time i didn't 
I couldn't understand whether it was like a possession or if it was an infection. But like by the end of the movie, I realized it was an infection, and I thought that was even more nuts. Yeah, yeah. I I fully was. I was pretty like I haven't I haven't watched a movie in a while that scared me, and like it takes a lot. And I think found footage, and then you mix these fully intense, hectic zombie, whatever the fuck they are, and it kind of feels like you're the person holding this camera, and then like it's just full on intense, bro. There's like no break, like. From, you know, you, you may, you like at the start, right? You kind of get a glimpse of what's coming. And then they, after that, pretty much after the first person gets bitten and they start getting letting out, it's just bang, 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 bang after that. Like you get no brace, even though how short it is. Fully like, yeah, I was freaked out. And like, obviously just didn't want to be jump scared. No one wants to be fucking jump scared. Yeah. <laughs> and I just like, you could just tell it's coming. You just don't know when. And it's just, yeah, like you said, very well made, very well acted. And it was only a $2 million budget. So they got a lot of like probably people that just coming in into acting or very old in acting or like, you know, and they obviously just did it all on a handheld or something because obviously you can tell by the quality. But yeah, yeah to me, like, yeah, fucking really good, really scary. I don't really know how to explain this movie besides... Yeah, like, the scariest part was when they went into like night vision mode, dude. That was oh, freaking me oh, out. Oh. And then... When they were like hiding in that corner and the thing was looking for them, I was like, "No chance, dude! Just don't move. Why are you trying to move? Just like stay still and wait for it to go. You're literally just in the best spot ever." Yeah, like what did I say here? I think I did. Say- yeah, no, I pretty much already said that. But yeah, I I, I found like that ending a bit um, anticlimactic. Besides the night vision, um, the 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 I don't know what that chick was or. Like, was she the first infected? It must have been. It must have been yeah. the first infected. Yeah, because, yeah, obviously, she was a little bit freaky, and I think the night vision added to it. But, um, yeah, I think, like, I think the one thing this film lacked in was, like, showing us more people getting killed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that mum yeah. mum was chained to the staircase, right? And she gets mauled by three of them, but you don't see it. Yeah, like, you know I mean, I mean, you get to see someone falling straight from the stairwell down. Yeah, yeah. You also see a couple of people get bitten, um, but nothing crazy. Like, I don't know if you remember the scene where they were in the, I think it was like a kitchen or like the med bay, um, and then they were peeking through the top, the top oh, window. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like they didn't see the full clean kills or anything. It was like maybe, what, like one bite, but that's about it. No, yeah. no one getting mauled. Um, I feel like it... Yeah, the scenes could have been a little bit more gory. But, but like, a $2 million... The budget budget, they had. Yeah, yeah, $2 million budget done really well. And, um, yeah, same thing. Don't fuck with kids. They fucked with kids. Fucked me up, all right? That fucking Chinese kid up the top in the in the roof. What the fuck are you doing in there, bro? Get the fuck out of there. And he just fucking turns his camera. It's like, Meh! I was like, nah, I'm done. Pablo! Uh, <laughs> I was done, bro. I'm not, I had enough. I had Wait, enough. if you had to get... Emo- if you had to choose between... Um, dog, like, or animals, or kids, in terms of most emotional, um, emotional scenes. Like, which one do you care about more, um, kids or uh, like fucking animals dying in a movie? What would you get more emotional over? Probably kids. Um, depending, I probably cried more to dogs being killed, but that was only the fact that the whole movie was based around the dog. So what? Like, are you talking about Red Dog? Red Dog, Marley and Me. Um, haven't watched Hitachi in a while. Oh, dude. Yeah. 
character. So good. You know, like, I think when a kid dies to me, it's unexpected. Uh, depends how they do it. Like, they don't really do it as often as dogs. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I, 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 it hits me more. You know what I mean? I think yeah. if a kid dies, me personally, I'm like, come on, bro. Like, it's a wasted, it's waste. You know what I mean? Like, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, I one, know. no one wants to see their kid die. Yeah. So, I understand what you mean. You know, but yeah, besides that, that wraps up. Um, our first eight films of the horror month. Oh, we re- we've got a rate rate rack. Oh, rate rate. Yeah. There. What did you give? Um, for for oh, no four out of five. So I'll give it like a solid eight and eight point four. Yeah. So I gave it a four out of five for a seven point eight. Um, but yeah, like for what it was, very impressive. I think that's a, as high as I could really give rec for being a one hour and fifteen minute movie on a two million dollar budget. You know what I mean? So yeah, basically it's a five out of five for its for what it was, oh, but what it was yeah. in general, it's not a five out of five, but you know, no. dogs for them for doing that. I want to touch base quickly. And I watched saw 10. I watched all, I watched three saws before I went and watched it. I watched the first three. I thought I banged them out because saw 10 was based in between one and two. I'm pretty sure. Um, everyone was like talking really highly about that. Like three and a half out of five, four out of five, all this. They're like second best saw, best saw, whatever. Right. And, Okay, I'm going to sound selfish here because have you watched any of the Saws or do you like it? No. Any, you don't like body horror? No, I, I don't really like the gore stuff, hey? Yeah. So kind of makes me squirmish. If I'm watching a Saw movie, I'm there for th- that, if you get what I mean. I don't care about a storyline. This yeah. first hour of the movie was literally a drama or like setting up this like... The guy that makes these traps, they made you like kind of want you to care about this character. I've seen fucking 10 movies on about why I shouldn't like this fucking guy. Okay? Because he just fucking kills people and gives them a chance or whatever. I don't care. Okay? And it was so bad. Like, people were like, oh, it was so well done and like really hit emotionally. And I'm like, fuck off, bro. Like, he fucking kills people. How do you have emotion for this guy when he's just... It's just old and frail now. You know what I mean? Yeah, understood. Yeah, and and then like everyone was saying like how great these traps were. They're like, oh, these are the best traps I've ever seen. They make you really squirm. Okay, you're not gonna watch this movie, are you? No. Okay. Probably not. I mean, look, I'm not gonna say no because I'm sure I'll probably there'll be like a reason why I watch it. Yeah, because like it's not on my list. Like, the reason I go to the movies to see these traps, right? Saw 3, to me, has, like, one of the best traps ever made. He gets, like... I don't know if you know this, but, like, this guy, he gets clamped, and basically it spins one uh, 360 completely on each body part. Yeah. And you see all of it. You see every, like, turn, and, like, his bones snap out and shit. It's, it's fucked, right? Yeah. Now, everyone was like, oh, these traps are, like, really good and really hectic, right? So I was like, cool. Excited. That's all I come here for. Okay, look, I'm going to give you a quick quick rundown of this movie, right? So this guy, so the, the main guy, the main character, the guy kills people or doesn't yeah. kill people apparently, he has brain cancer, right? And then basically okay. he, he goes to a cancer support group and then he sees one of these cancer support group guys out in the street and he's all healthy, happy and healthy. And he's like, oh, how'd you beat cancer? Because you basically had a pretty hectic cancer. There's no way you should have survived that. And he's like, oh, I found these people that, have this medicine that um, 
basically Finland that's made in Finland that people um, can't that the government won't let you have because they say like they don't want cancer to be cured because they make so much money off it blah 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 yeah so ends up finding these people through the guy <laughs> goes to Mexico where they're like hiding and gets his surgery done so basically he's got brain surgery I don't know if you know this but when you get if you have a brain tumor and they're going to operate and try to take that tumor out, you kind of have to be like half awake because the brain. Really? Yeah. So like, I don't know why. Maybe it's like if you touch the brain when you're asleep, you die or something because it pulses. Oh. Maybe like pushes the tumor out because it's pulsing so hard. Yeah. Okay. So he's half asleep and he can see the screen through this mirror, like on the glass. And basically it looks like he's, you can see like him operating on his brain. And then basically, anyway, they end up putting him to sleep and they're like, don't take your bandage off for three weeks. You're basically healed. Keep taking this medicine for a month. You, you're going you're to live. And he's like, cool, sweet. Anyway, um, it was at like this refugee house out on a farm and he really like made a relationship with like this little kid and like this, this teenage girl. And anyway, fucking, he's like, I'm going to go find them and give them presents, right? And he walks in there. No one's in the house. The house is fucking trashed. And basically goes to like where he got surgery and that whole place is just like being emptied and like trashed. And they've basically picked up and left and left the video behind. And it was actually just a DVD of someone doing brain surgery. Oh shit. So they tricked him. So they, they took 400,000 off him and never did any surgery on him. Fucking hell. So he's like, well, I'm going to teach these people a lesson and fucking do some traps. So basically, okay. he picks off one by one. Like, he grabs the guy that drives him there, puts two bombs to his arms. The only way he can get these bombs out is basically have a scalpel. Because a scalpel can't go through metal, but it can go through skin. So yeah. he has to, like, rip the the bombs off his arms. Yeah. So that's pretty brutal. And I was like, oh, that's pretty brutal. I, I cringed a few times. That's all right. Then he gets everyone, he finds everyone, brings them, puts them in the traps and they're all in like a circle and they go one by one, right? So the first trap happens in this chick, she's strapped to a pole and sitting down and then she's got like this wire, it's really (laughs) sharp wire and basically she's got three minutes to cut her leg off with this wire. Yeah. Like down here, like where your finger is. Yeah, yeah. Like this. So you see the whole thing. That made me squirm. I was like, that's fucked. She was she like like this. Yeah. You can hear it, dude. It's like You know what oh, I mean? Like dude, going I through the fucking hate shit yeah, like that. Yeah. And then basically after that, <laughs> the only, then she has to plug in this needle into her bone that sucks bone marrow out. Oh, dude, that's not good. And then when enough bone marrow has gone into the weight, it will drop the key to unchain herself. So anyway, she fucks around for a minute going, I'm not doing this. And then she starts doing it, chops her leg off, chops the thing in, basically doesn't do it in time, head gets chopped off, right? Yeah. I'm like, cool, all right, that's a really good trap. That ran me squirm. Sick. Next guy. He was the guy that was pretending to do surgery on his brain. So he was like, all right, you have to cut a piece of your brain out and put it in dissolving acid, which will dissolve it and drop into the weight and it will unlock the key. So you see this guy, like, cut his whole head off, like, open his head up and pull a piece of brain out. Yeah. Which, to me, I was like, okay, it wasn't even that bad. I think Saw 3 did it better. Yeah. 
And I was like, and then he doesn't do it. And basically this thing closes on him and burns his face alive, but you don't see it. Oh, lame. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, that was pretty pathetic. The next chick that goes in there, she's got this radiation machine pointing on her. And basically she has to break her arm and her leg to get out of the chains or she'll melt. Fuck that. Yeah. But it was mid. Like she, she barely burnt. You know what I mean? She didn't die. She got out. Yeah. Okay. And then the final one, which was the boss that was running the whole thing, basically got her and her husband in there and they had a gas chamber with like gas that melts their skin. Yeah. And to me, it was like, all they had to do was like fight over each other who was going to survive from the gas chamber. So it was pretty like boring to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't go watch Thor's just watch two people fight over who the fuck's going to live. In nah, a gas, yeah. In a gas chamber, yeah. I want to see something creative and like, all that like there was the eye the eye one like i don't know if you saw the posters for it but they had like the x yeah yeah yeah. i did i did see that that one was pretty cool but like again it was like pretty anticlimactic but yeah i don't know to me personally if i'm watching a saw movie i'm literally watching it for um the kills which is pretty fucked but in the end of the day that's why you watch the That's story. Story is really, it really yeah. is, yeah. But some people are like, oh, it's really good. They put a storyline and cared about the character development, and I'm like, well, I don't really care about the character development. I want to see someone get fucked up. So I don't know how people were passing out and shit. I think just all these young seventeen year olds or eighteen year olds can't handle their fucking movies anymore. Or they're over exaggerating. Yeah, hundred percent. But I wanted to chuck that in there because all I've been watching is horror. Besides, recently I actually started watching. Um, I watched uh, Equalizer 3. I think you were there with it as well. I fell asleep, but yeah. Yeah, and I watched uh, Bottoms and Fair Play. Um, was this all on the same day when I was there? I watched Bottoms the day before, like the day you got there. So I watched it in the yeah. morning. Fair Play, yeah. I watched the Friday night. I watched Split as well. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and I watched uh, the new movie called Total Killer. But that's basically, besides that, all I've been watching is horror. I watched Signs. Ex Machina, that was real. Have you seen Ex Machina? Nah, a friend from work told me to watch it. Yeah, uh, apparently it's really good. Yeah, I gave it a four and a half. Um, oh, yeah. And right before the horror started, we wa- you and me watched The Creator. Yeah. And um, we I gave it a three and a half out of, out of five. What did you give that? Three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I I really liked The Creator. I think it was very well shot but i think that's what they focused a bit too much on if you yeah the script i feel like the script was just too cliche the cgi was cause fuck though Mm, a lot of cgi marvel spends about 250 million to 300 million dollars per movie this movie had a 90 million dollar budget i think I think it was like a hundred and something with marketing on top. It looked like one of the best movies I've ever seen CGI was. Oh dude. Unreal. You I couldn't not... even tell half of them was even CGI. No, nah, it was so fucking clean dude. And it just shows that the people making this movie cared about it. Yeah. Instead like of... it was a, it was a visualization like masterpiece. I reckon mm-hmm. like in terms of the settings, the ship itself, the explosions, actual people like yeah like how they've got their gears in their heads and stuff yeah um yeah overall 
banging movie, but I reckon the script is just what really let it down. Yeah, the script and like I think there was a few actors that weren't perfect for the roles they were in, but no. Besides that, it was I don't know. Like I think it could have been one of the greatest sci-fi films ever made, but like you said, it was pretty weak script. Yeah. Um, but visually, I, I I definitely would rewatch it. I think um, down the track it might go up, it could go down, but yeah, I think it's still like a visually pleasing movie to watch. I also think what really lacked uh, it's probably because of the the really bad script writing. Oh, I wouldn't say really bad, but like the really mid script writing is at the very end. I was supposed to feel sad. I didn't feel sad. Yes. Bro, thank you for bringing that up because I completely forgot that I fucking didn't cry. And I, you and me cry pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely a scene that should have hit me emotionally, but I just didn't. And I think, like you said, it just comes off the script. Just wasn't well written. Didn't really get engaged enough with the relationship between them two. Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I don't know why, but I think it has to heavily play in the script. Only thing I could say. Yeah, any other movies you want to talk about that you've been watching um let me quickly have a look i mean most of the movies i've watched are all based on the movie month anyways mean girls oh dude ah yes mean oh. girls dude oh yes Fucking a good movie i kind of want to because i gave it a four yeah i kind of want to change it to a five i know it was, it was really good i think leave it and watch it again maybe in a few months when you feel like it if you feel like it I, 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 yeah, give it a, okay. I, I give it a four. Um, I think every film that you enjoy, like you said, doesn't need to be a five. Um, I no, but this one was just like, yeah, dude. I don't know. It's good. I don't. Lindsay think Lohan, yeah. Rachel McAdams, <laughs> Rachel dude. McAdams. Oh, yeah. dude. And also, like, as a guy, you, you know, you shouldn't be. Well, it's not that you shouldn't be liking these type of movies, but they're more towards like chick. It's like a chick flick, right? Yeah. And um, if I watch something like this, I'll just be like, oh, fucking yeah, chick flick, whatever. I actually really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. It without is a doubt. Easily the greatest chick flick ever made. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Ne- ne- um, the Notebook. I wouldn't say it's a chick flick. It's more of a... Would you not? Oh, okay. I, I, no, but okay. So, yes, it is a chick flick. It is aimed for girls. It's more of a love story to me. A chick flick is kind of like that, legally blonde... Um, okay, okay, okay. Angus, so I guess Ang- that's Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging, you know, like... Yeah. Really, like... How do I say it? Like, kind of like a coming-of-age story, but with bitchiness in it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know... Uh, you, you could tell what a chick flick is. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mean Girls um, is easily top tier, one of the best chick flicks ever made. Oh, dude, so good. So... F- Ten good. Things I Hate About You, kind of on that spectrum, but at the same it's time... It's more of a romance. A like romance, a rom-com. yeah. Yeah. Um, um, what other movies? Uh, Star Wars, The Phantom Menace. They that one a three. Like, mm. I love Star Wars, but they really fumbled with that movie. I, I want to say, I think after this horror movie month, I'd like to rewatch all nine Star Wars, and I think we can do an episode on it. I'm slowly doing it now. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. I'm on. A, I'm like because of horror movie month, and then because I'm having to catch up, I haven't been able to watch Star Wars. So hopefully tomorrow yeah I think, um, i'll be able to watch it yeah so this what you guys are seeing here is pretty much all going to be horror um this month until we finish all talking about all these 31 movies um but every episode we'll basically talk about what we've watched in what from each episode onwards that we haven't like from recording to next recording 
I think we'll talk about what we've been watching, what we enjoyed. Um, obviously, after October finishes, it's going to be kind of based on new releases, what's been out. We also do themed episodes, so like a Star Wars episode, like we'll rewatch all the Star Wars. Um, can be just one movie. We'll do movies that people recommend, um, even TV shows if we get around to it. Like I'm watching uh, Gen V because you haven't watched The Boys, have you? No, I haven't. No, yeah, but you know what I mean. Like we can, like limited series. Like every episode is going to be different. Um, I think maybe some of the big, the big movies that come out, like um, that everyone will come to. I don't know really know what else. Maybe like Napoleon. I think everyone's keen to watch that. Um, maybe Kills the Flower Moon will be t- spoken about on the actual podcast. But besides that, everything film related will be done on uh, this platform between me and Gerald. Special yeah. guest, Stephen. Yeah. So special guest, yeah. Like we've got a few people who are keen, but yeah, like old trial and error. This is the first time we've ever done it. I hope you guys like enjoyed it. And obviously we're going to get better at this as we go along. I don't have a stream overlay. It really annoys me. It seems unprofessional, but you know, we kind of just wanted to get this done and it's kind of hard to find someone to do it like and make it really good quality. Um, but yeah, we'll see upgrade mics, upgrade stream overlays over time if we enjoy this, which I, I enjoyed this. Did you have fun? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I did have fun. But also let us know what you think about our reviews. Like obviously if some pe- like movies are super subjective, right? Mm. If you might like a movie that we didn't or... Um, you didn't like a movie that we did. I kind of want to know what you guys think of it and also what your take is. Yeah, definitely leave comments if you're and like subscribe to the YouTube. Leave us a rating on Spotify. DM us. DM out the podcast page, the Being Human Show. Um, yeah, well, obviously, it's all trial and error. We're going to get better at this as we go along. But um, yeah, so I think maybe after Halloween, we'll do a Star Wars episode and like Lockie yeah. would probably definitely be keen to do that. Because he's a Star Wars nerd, and I haven't rewatched um, any of the, I haven't rewatched any of them in so long. So I think I'm really due to watch the movies. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna watch Rogue One because Rogue One is my favorite Star Wars movie. Oh, cool. Yeah. That makes sense. Why does that make sense? Don't you have a Rogue One helmet on, like tattooed on you? No, that's Lucky. Oh, Lucky. Yeah. Yeah. I probably would get something like that, but yeah, Rogue One I think's my favorite. Is easily my favorite Star Wars movie. Um, I remember we watched it in a long time, but I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, holy fuck, that was a good movie. Mm. Um, but yeah, I want to watch all the movies in order. I think I've never done it since I was a kid. I mean, I definitely haven't done it since uh, the last fucking three dog shit movies came out. Actually, that's a lie. Seven's good. I'll give you that. Mm. Um, speaking of Star Wars, actually, they're doing a fundraiser at work. Um, and one of them is doing like a, I don't know if you've heard of Sensi before. It's like the smelling things, like they do toys or like um, wax wax melts. Okay. They smell really good. Yeah. Um, I just bought like a plush toy. It was like a me- the Mandalorian. So oh, good. True. I'll wait for it to come through. Hey. What did What did you get? Um, it's just like a man. It's like a Mandalorian plush toy, but inside you can put like a smelly pack. Oh, yeah. I had one back when I was what sixteen. It was like a lamb. I still have it to this day. Still smells the same. And then the scent's already gone. So it's been what almost. I was like. Seven years and it still smells like that. It's How much is wild. it? Um, it was on special. It was twenty five bucks for the Mandalorian plush. Oh, these dogs are going fucking crazy. It's annoying. I think we'll wrap it there because we've got to watch Annihilation. Um, so next episode, uh, we'll decide during the week. We might review a lot of them to get them out of the way because we've already watched Scream and Nightmare on Elm Street, and now we're gonna watch Annihilation tonight and then. 
Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Friday the 13th, Get Out, Midsommar. And then, so we'll just do a little episode for that or maybe we'll do like another episode in two weeks depending on, because we've got to work around the schedule of, of obviously the main podcast as well and what that wants to do as well. Um, so we'll speak to Lockie and yeah, we might do another, just another big episode because this was about an hour and a half, which I think is good. And you don't really feel it when you're in the comfort of your own home, do you? <laughs> no, it's good. It's just like talking to your mate over Discord. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, let us know what you thought. Let us know what we can prove on, what you did, what you didn't like about it. And um, obviously, follow me on Insta and Letterbox 4 kbinny And Gerald, you want to hook yourself? Yeah, uh, Sushi Papa on Instagram and also Letterbox. Is it two A's? Yeah, two A's. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, definitely going to push Letterbox more and hopefully get some reels out on that. But... Thank you if you're still here for tuning into the first episode of 4K Puppy. Thanks, everyone.